Amish Gewalt. Okay, so today's daf is daf chaf in Meseches Yavamis. We are, we got together inside um, on the daf, and we will pick up from Shiny Hasam. Okay, we'll pick up from Shiny Hasam, which is the third line on the top of Chaf Amaralif, but we need to really back up and discuss outside what the conversation is. So we're coming off of Machlekas Tineb Shimon and the Rabbanon from the bottom of Yudtes Amud Beis. And the Machlekas is as follows. If you have a woman, Shimon dies, leaving behind a widowed Rebetzim. Reuven does Yibum on the widow. Then Levi's born afterwards. Reb Shimon said, if Reuven dies childless, Levi can do Yibum. Why? Because there was never a moment when the original widow was forbidden to Levi. By the time Levi was born, she was already Reuven's full-fledged wife. That was Reb Shimon's approach, why he's lenient. The Chachamim said no. I, what did the Chachamim find wrong with Reb Shimon's logic? Nothing per se, except we brought a Pasuk on the bottom of Yud Tesamad Beis, which says, Ula kocha lo le'isha, the Yavam takes her as a full-fledged wife, the Yivma, and she's his Yavama. So the Rabbanans say, listen, she's still called a Yavama once she's married to Reuven. Hence, even though Levi was born after the Yibam was done, she still has the status of Yavama to him, and that's a problem. Okay, and that, that's the meal the Rabban argue on Rabbi Shimon. So, says the Gemara Akasha, and this is where we ended off. The Gemara says, one second, one second. We know that once Reuven marries this Yavama. He does Yibum. How does he get rid of her? If he ever wants to give a get. Yeah. Right? He'll just give it away. If he ever wants to get rid of her, what does he do? Get her chalitza. Get. It says, Harei ishtay l'chol davar. Well, if he's an ishtay l'chol davar, so then you see he's a full-fledged wife, and Rabbi Shimon is correct. By the time Levi came into the world, Shimon's widow is already, is already a, a wife of Reuven. Hence, there shouldn't be an issue here. Could you... Well, I'll your no, so that brings us up to Shiny Hassan. Now we're going to give a teretz as to why it's not a kasha on the Chacham. Go ahead. If she still vibes the Yavama, a get would not work in a regular case of Yibam instead right. of Chalitza. Correct. So if she has two, we'll call them Zikas with a small Zion, yeah. of Ishto Lechol Davar, but she's still called the Yavama, maybe mm-hmm. she would need... Both again. Very good. Rabbi Ravinsky is bringing up a a, 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 I mean, that's... a potential logic where, listen, if you just look at the pasuk, you know, Rabbi Shimon saying she's a full fledged wife. The Chum are saying, oh, still name Yavama. So that's why she's forbidden. Rabbi Ravinsky is saying, listen, it says, maybe it means that if you ever want to get rid of her, you got to give her a get and chalitza. Because we're calling her a Isha, we're calling her a wife, and we're calling her a Yavama. Okay, well, let's see. Let's see how this pans out. Says the Gemara, we're up to the third line now. Says the Gemara, no, shiny husam. There, it is different. The Yomar Kroosh, Tatan Pasuk, Lukacha Isha, you take her as a full fledged wife, which means, Kivan Shalakacha, Nasla Isha, She becomes a full fledged wife, and she's not a Yavama. Now, is anybody bothered by this? Of course, because we didn't, we, we didn't answer anything. Again, what's Gash in the Rabbana? The Rabbana, one second. You say you take her as a wife, and she's still called the Yavama in the Pasuk. I so why does it get work? Teretz is, oh, because it says take her as a wife. Shkayich. <laughs> You're still calling her a Yavama. Says the Gemara, Yaki, Hachanami. Make up your mind. 
right? Then even by a even by a um, when the guy wasn't here either, we should say that uh, he's mutter to her because lemaisa ishtay lechol dabar. Says the Gemara, "Hakasav Rachmanav Yivma." You can't say that. You can't. How, you, you can't say that the Rabbanu should permit her like Rav Shimon because the Ma'aseh we call her Yivama. Says the Gemara, "Fine, okay, you're confusing me. If anybody here is confused, perfect. So is the Gemara. The Gemara says, okay, Umara Isa. So what are you saying over here? What's happening here? Are you calling her a wife? You're calling her Yivama, my dear Chachamim. What are you doing? What's your approach to this pasuk? You're agreeing that there's a get. You're calling her Yivama. What's happening? Answers the Gemara. Mistabra logic tells us Shadi Hatera Ahatera Ushadi Aisura Aisura. Beautiful, beautiful, straight up answer, and that is as follows. In a regular case of Yibam, when you don't have a brother who's unborn, Shimon dies, leaves mind the widow to Ruve. Then we say, full fledged wife, once you're married. However, if you have a Knage, a little twist to the story. Which is, oh, now there's Levi born. So that's where the, that's when Yavivma comes in according to the Rabbanon and says, oh, if there's a Yavivma, to him it's a Chiddush, it's still going to be a Yavama. So the way the Rabbanon read the Pasuk now, here's how the Rabbanon read the Pasuk. If you could turn back to the bottom of Yudcha Samad Beis and look at the words, here's the Chachamim. Ready? There's a third to last line at the end. When a regular Yavam marries a Yavama, she's now his full-fledged wife. The Yivma, but she retains her Yibam status if there's going to be a brother born in the future to that future brother. That's what the are going to learn. Now, is this smooth? Is this smooth? Said, no. Which is why Rib Shimon's allowed to argue. The Kasha is, listen, Rib Shimon says, oh, once you're married, you're married. The Chum bring a Pasuk. See, we, we should all be asking a basic question on Rib Shimon. How can you argue the Chum or learning a Pasuk? The answer is because Rib Shimon doesn't have to agree to read the Pasuk like this. He doesn't have to agree to split up the Pasuk and half the Pasuk is talking about a regular case even though they're half the Pasuk is talking about So he's going to say, no, that's not the way it works. Rather, she's a full-fledged wife. The Yivma means you're punk just doing Yibum on her. And Memela, um, the, the brother, Levi, who's born later, is going to be mutter to, to this woman. Okay. Gewaldik. So we explained, we got into the Kishkas and explained why the Chachamim hold that Levi is going to be usher to this widow, both from Shimon and Reuben. Okay. Ulur of Shimon, Dama, Rakunta of Shimon, who says, Since by the time Levi came into the world, she was already married to Reuben, so she's considered Reuben's wife, and she's mutter to him, and there were, wasn't even a single moment when there was a forbidden um, situation, but now, if you have a sister through your mother who was married to your uh, brother from your father before you're born, it's actually not a complicated case, let's just quickly explain. A woman comes into a marriage with a daughter, a man comes in with a son. Okay, they marry, the, the son and daughter marry each other. Totally fine, the stepbrother, stepsister, they don't share any parents. Okay. Then, the parents, the parents, have a boy. Kapish? The father comes in with Reuven. The mother comes in with Rachel. Reuven and Rachel are now married. Then, the parents have a son, Shimon. Reuven dies childless. So listen to this. He's Shimon's paternal brother, but the woman who's falling to him is his, they share mothers. 
right? It's his sister through his mother. They have different fathers, but they, they share, so they're maternally related, and now there's Yibam paternally, which we established Yibam comes from the father, okay? So here, fine. So, but the brother, um, uh, Shimon, was born afterwards, okay? Came afterwards. Umes, and then, in other words, born afterwards from the parents. Umes, and then Reuven dies. Tisiabim, then we say there's Yibam, Hayil, Uba, Umatza, Babaheter, since at the time that he came into the world, it was a situation of Heter. Okay? Situation of Heter, why? Because at the time that he came in, there wasn't a pre existing condition on the wife. Gabaldic says the Gemara. Okay, again, she. What, what, let's explain. When Shimon's born, right. his half, this sister through the mother, she's already married to Reuven. So why don't we say that Shimon's permitted to do Yibam? What are you going to say, sister? Gemara, oh, one second. Isser Achayso Hechenazal. Aren't they maternal brother or sister? Where'd that go? Yeah, we say no. Isser, where'd that go? Says the Gemara. Okay. Oh, so this is a setup. You ready? Oh, you want to know where that went? <laughs> Let me ask back on you. Hachanami, in the original case, what about, says the Chum to Reb Shimon, or we'll say to Reb Shimon, the whole trans, granted, Ruve now married the widow, but where'd the original prohibition go? Shkayach now, Levi's born. Well, the same way you're going to tell me that a maternal uh, brother sister is still in existence, that she's not going to fault him in Yibam, so too, which the Gemara says, no, that's not a question, and we can think about this through for ourselves. What's the logic here? Hi, by your sister boy, that you share a mother with, right? When the stepsister, when the stepsiblings got married, Isura de Lesla Hetera, your maternal sister, can you ever marry her? No, that ain't going anywhere anytime. That is concrete. Hi, however, the prohibition of of uh, your brother's wife, Isura de Lesla Hetera, the Torah puts Yibam in of it. We know and Memela, that's the type of thing that can fly out the door. Memela, bottom line, says the Gemara. is going to be easier to remove than your sister of your mother. Because comes in a Yibum concept. And when it comes to Yibam concept, we know there's ways that that Arias falls out the window. However, the maternal sister never falls out the window. Hence, there's a difference. There's no Kasha on Rip Shimon. So Rip Shimon has his source. Why he's, why he's lenient, the Rabban have their source from the Pasuk, Givaldic. Period. End of that conversation. End of that discussion. And we now move on to the next Mishnah. Now this next Mishnah is going to flow beautifully. It's a lot of concepts where we've already been learning since the Mishnah on Daf Beis, and things we've been familiar with, as well as some new Gishmaka ideas that we're going to be uh, introduced to. So here we go. Klal there's a rule said about Yavama. Ready for this? Kol shehi iser erva. Whenever you have an arayas that's in place at the time of yibum, There's no yibum or chalitza. So far, so good. That's the mission of Daf Beis. Beis Hillel, right? Beis Hillel says, a woman falls to you and there's arayas. Do you do yibum? No. You do chalitza? No. She's off the hook and who else is off the hook? Her tzara, her tzara, tzara, right? Nothing beautiful. Iser mitzvah ve iser kedusha. What happens if she falls to you with an Iser Mitzvah or an Iser Kedusha? Now what's an Iser Mitzvah? So we're going to learn later on in the Gemara. The Gemara is going to explain to us Iser Mitzvah has to do with Dine de Rabbanon. If she's only forbidden to you in a Rabbanon way. Okay? 
Now we're gonna the we're gonna see exactly what the case is, but she's not a biblical Arias, or if she falls to him with the Isser Kedusha, she falls in with the Isser Kedusha because of his holiness, which the Gemara also later on is going to explain. A classic case, you can either be for regular Yisrael, we're going to discuss a Mamzer, Mamzeres, right? But a Kain Gadol, okay? A Kain Gadol is not allowed to marry a widow, so his brother dies, childless. The Kain Gadol brother dies childless, and now there's, because of his Kedusha, he can't marry this Almana. Okay. So you know what you do? Chaylet says, We'll see today in the Gemara Mitzvah why, but in such circumstances, there, you're somehow still connected in Ibam. Darius is not so strong where you could just walk away and say, I'm doing nothing. Rather, you do Chalitza, obviously, because it's a transgression to marry them. Okay. Next case of the Mishnah. When her sister is also her Yavama. The Gemara is going to struggle with exactly what, how this relation uh, falls into place, okay? But let's say you have two, sis- two brothers married to two sisters. Beseder. So then one of them is an erva to, maybe one of them is an erva to the Yavam as well. That's a, it's a whole uh, conversation in and of itself. For example, you have two brothers married to two sisters, and then Levi, had punked once, was married to one of these girls' uh, mother... Uh, uh, daughter, granddaughter, right? So now they're going to fall to Levi. They happen to be sisters, but besides for them being sisters, which is an erva, you can't have two sisters having Zika at once. Mm-hmm. Levi has a pre-existing condition with one of them because he was once married to her daughter or something. Okay? So also, mm-hmm. then you do Yibum or Chalitza. Iser Mitzvah. What happens if there is a Iser Mitzvah? Again, same as we said earlier, mitzvah over here is referring to rabbinic. Okay? Mid Rabbana. So if there's, if she falls to him, but there's a rabbinic transgression. Shniyais mid, I'm sorry, the Gemara is explaining what it is. Isser mitzvah, what is Isser mitzvah? So this is mid Rabbana. Shniyais mid Debrei Seifim. Shniyais means second step arayas, which are the Rabbana. The Gemara is going to give us examples. You know, it says in the Torah, you're not allowed to marry. You're not allowed to marry your the wife of your father. Okay. Does it say you're not allowed to marry the wife of your grandfather? No. So that's going to be one example of the rabbanon say you're not allowed to do that either. We're going to protect the dairaisa by saying not only can you not marry the wife of your father, you can't marry. Okay. So iser mitzvah means the rab, uh, what the rab, additional steps. Of relationships that the Rabbanim put into place. Isser Kedusha. What is the case of Isser Kedusha? Amman of the Kayin Gadol. The case of Amman of the Kayin Gadol. Which we're going to focus on tremendously today as well. Well, what's the source of that transgression and how it works. And I want to give you a little bit of a sneak peek to get our minds working. Not to go into overload. Not too much TMI, too much information. But as a little sneak peek, we're going to get back on today's daf to Asei Daichalais Asei. Because remember, Yibum is in Asei. Yibam is an assay. Usually an assay is doichalay assay. But is Yibam is an assay doichalay assay sheish by kares? No. And a kaingadal to a almana, is there kares? It's a lav, lachora. Just a lav. I don't think there's kares. Right? And the kedushin, kedushin we're gonna, that's going to be today's sugya. Right? Whether kedushin is going to be chal. We'll get into that. Right? So just start thinking. Now, mana the kaingadal, we have to just notice that. 
we said by Isra Mitzvah We're going to force the guy to, We're going to say you got to do Chalitza Which means in some way In some way We're going to agree with We're going to say that Yibam does kick in To some extent over here, which will, that'll be the conversation and we'll challenge that. Okay, let's keep going weiter. Grusha v'chalutz l'kayin hedit, or a grusha v'chalutz divorcee, or a chalutz l'kayin hedit, mamzer, sinasin l'yisrael, l'bas yisrael, l'nasin l'mamzer. All these forbidden relationships, biblical forbidden relationships, but are, are all, um, uh, in, in all these cases, we're going to say, you still need to do chalitza. Okay, gavaldik. Says the Gemara. Classic Gemara opening kasha. Very first word of our Mishnah was Klal Amrubi Yavala. There's a rule said by Yavala. Whenever you find the word Klal, we're coming to include something. What is that? Klal Asuyemai. And we want to say it's a rule. What's it coming to include? Amr Raf from Bar Papa. Raf from Bar Papa says, Lasuye Tsaras Islandis. Coming to include the Tsara of an Islandis. That is no Yibmur Khalitsa, Uchdravasi, and it's on the pin of Ravasi. Now let's notice something. Our Mishnah discussed Arias. Question Is an Islandis by definition an Erva? No. Notice. An islandist by definition is not an Arab. Now if an islandist falls to a to a Yavam to a um, a Yavam, he's not he doesn't marry you. Okay? So says Rafa Bar Papa, it includes Tsaras Islandist. That not only does an islandist not uh, not have Yibum to the Yavam, but even her co wife won't have Yibum to the Yavam. And it's following the opinion of Rav Asi. This is Rav Asi's opinion. Va'ikad Amri. Now, do we notice the Chiddush here? I want us to notice the Chiddush. She's not an Arayas. Why doesn't an Islandess have Yibmer Chalitza to the Avam? Because the only time you're allowed to marry your brother's wife, when does that prohibition fall off? To continue to make a house for him. Mm-hmm. To continue his name. An Islandess has no Shaykhs to that. Right? Maybe the Tzara, I would say, she's falling by herself in Yibum. Rav Asi says no. Some say, When we say, What it means is, any, any person where there's an Iser, uh, an Iser Erva, then there's a Tzara. But let's see, you're not following because of Erva, for example, an Islandess. Tzara, Salayasira. Her Tzara, actually, you could do Yibamon. Lemute Mai, Amarafram, Amarafram, Lemute, Tzara's Islandess, Udulaik Ravasi. That according to this, we're actually saying that a tzara of an islandess will fall to the oven because she's falling by herself, and there's no uh, th- th- there's no uh, issue here of being a tzaras erva. She's merely a tzaras islandess. Beautiful two dots. Good clarity. Next part of the mission: Her sister, who is also her yavam. And I remember when we looked at the when we read the Mishnah, we said the Gemara is going to have to clarify what exactly this case is. We gave a little heads up. We have two sisters. Who are both falling to Levi, but at the same time, Levi already had an Arias to one. So it says that Gemara Chayse the man whose sister Ilima the Iser Mitzvah. If you're referring to a sister who was Aser Midarabbanon, which is what we explained in the Mishnah, Mitzvah means Kiva de Midaraisa Ramya Kamei. Once she has um, a, once she falls as Yavama Midaraisa. So then if he's going to marry her, he's taking Achaz Gukasai. And you can't take Achaz Gukasai because if you hold the, well, once there's Zika, you can't connect to her sister. So why are we allowing the Yibum to happen? Says the Gemara, El Achais of this Erva. It's referring to the, the sister who's Usr because of the Isser Erva, which is how we explained the Mishnah earlier. Isser Mitzvah. What does it mean, Isser Mitzvah? Shniyais. It means the additional steps that the Rabbanon added to protect against Arias. Am I currently Isser Mitzvah? Why do we call what the Rabbanon add on a mitzvah? 
Okay? A Yid should not say, oh, it's only Midrabon. It's a mitzvah. Now, in context, we know the root of the word mitzvah means command. Very often in Gemara, we use the word mitzvah to mean what you should do. Sometimes people ask questions. They say, Is it, am I allowed to do it or am I not allowed to do it? And what's the response? Don't ask about that. Should you do it or shouldn't you do it? You might be allowed to. You still shouldn't. Okay? Mitzvah, in context, is being used as the Rabbanon. They're, they're commanded to follow the words of the Rabbanon. That's why we call it a mitzvah. We find that very, very, uh, very often. Isser Kedusha, what's a prohibition of holiness? Right? That's the type of relationship that's only usher because of somebody's sanctity. Why do we call it <coughs> transgression because of Kedusha? Says the Gemara, a Heliga answer that's crucial for the next little bit of Gemara and crucial for life. Why is this forbidden relationship called Isser Kedusha? You are holy to your God. Because you're holy, because a king is holy, there are certain relationships that he cannot get involved and other people can. Why? This is very, this is very deep. Listen closely. Every mitzvah in the world brings Kedusha. There's one mitzvah called Kedusha. Kedushin. A male-female relationship. The male-female relationship is what we call in Yiddish spitz, the pinnacle of holiness. I've shared that, that uh, I heard from a big person. If you ever see people using the male-female relationship inappropriately in front of kids, people in the middle of the supermarket, you know, uh, make yourself at home, you know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing? Public. It says, if you have, you know, your, your kids are staring at these people. What do you tell your children? Ugh, don't look. Ugh. No, you don't tell them that. You say, you know, it's so sad that people take something that's so holy and they use it inappropriately. Mm. The male-female relationship is not a bad relationship. It's not a disgusting relationship. There's nothing wrong with your relationship. Fakert. It's a holy thing. And things that are holy, you keep private. You have to know when to use it and where to use it. This is not a... This is not a the Kedusha Kedushim, which was the source of all Kedusha to the world, because of its Kedusha, needed to be kept private. One on Yom Kippur, the Kain Gogol, after he goes to the mikvah, he could go in and check it out. The more Kedusha something has, the more privacy is needed. The Kain Gogol, because of his Kedusha, has certain relationships that he's separated from and obligated in. Okay? So, relationships, it's, it's so beautiful. Forbidden relationships, really, it's not a matter of what's forbidden, but focus on the holiness that exists. And therefore, I have no shaykhis to something. Because I'm such a, we're such an elevated yidin, that's why we don't eat pork. It's not that you can't do it, it's separate. No, it's because of our kedusha. No shaykhis to me. I don't want that. It's not doing it. Okay? And this theme is going to continue as well. Rabbi Yehuda switches around and he says, Isser mitzvah is a hedyet. That's considered an Isser mitzvah. Why would we consider the, the things, the cases which seem to have to do with one's holiness? Why are we call that mitzvah? Because in the Torah, in the Pasuk, it uses Elah These are the mitzvahs that Hashem told us to do. 
And anything that's included in that is, is uh, called a mitzvah. Okay, so Isser Kedusha. What about Isser Kedusha? Shniyais Midivrei Seifim. That's considered secondary prohibitions, um, which are Midirabon. Like we explained, like the wife of your grandfather, Vamaikar, the Isser Kedusha. Why is it called Isser Kedusha? Amr Abai, Kol Makayim, Divrei Chachamim. Nikra Kadosh, Kivaldek, Amalei Abai, Abai, Sitz, Choshim, Makayim, Divrei Chachamim, Kadosh, Udolai, Mikri. You're going to tell me if you don't follow the Chachamim, you're not called holy? Let me tell you something. Russian Amilai Mikri. Ha <laughs> ha. You're not Kaddish. Come on. Say it like it is. Say it like it is. You know what you are in Russia? You're going to call him not Kaddish? No. You know what Kaddish means? Sanctify yourselves with things that are mutter to you. Why don't we allow a guy to marry his grandfather's wife? As we're going to have into these cases. Why don't we allow that? Because is she mutter to you, Daraisa? Yeah, she's mutter. But guess what? It's wrong. Are you allowed to eat a dozen donuts for breakfast? Yeah. It's kosher. But guess what? It's wrong. You can have one donut. But a dozen donuts? What do you eating like a chazer? There are certain things that are mutter and klazer which you just know. Separate yourself from it. Don't, don't do that. It's not... Okay? It was mutter. Now the chum say, "Don't do it." Amar the kain gadol. The case of Amar the kain gadol kapasuk v'tani. The Mishnah teaches us with clarity. It gives a psak, gives a ruling, and we learn leishnam and anasu. And you know what? Pause. I want to introduce this. I want to introduce this case. It'll, it'll uh, allow this to fall much easier. When we learned the Mishnah, we said we're going to get into asay doichalais asay. Okay, so let's focus. It's very. If we introduce this, it'll be very clear. The mitzvah of Yibam is a positive commandment. Your brother dies childless, his wife falls to you with Yibam. Actively do it to mitzvah. A kain gadol is not allowed, says the Torah, do not take a widow. Okay? Now, we also know there's an assay here. There's a lois assay, do not take a widow. There's an assay. You know what it says the Torah? A kain gadol is not allowed to marry a widow. Rather, he must actively marry a besula. There's a positive commandment to marry a virgin, a basula. So listen to this. This is interesting. What happens if the Kayin Gadol's brother was married only with Arison, which means he never moved in. He acquired his wife. He never moved in. So she's still a virgin. She's a widow. So there is, seems to be a losase. It says you're not allowed to marry a widow. But there's a still, is, are you going to transgress the assay by marrying her? No, because Lamaisa, she's a virgin. Right? In other words, if let's say your brother fall, your brother wife falls two. to you. There's two assays. What's the two assays? Yeah, well, that's right. But but these two these assays are coming at each other. They're not coming together. There's an assay of Yibum contradicting the assay. It says marry her. Okay. Right? But then it says you're not allowed to marry your brother's wife. Your brother's widow, but included in the widow with transgression, there's an assay there of of um, that you're allowed to marry a woman who's a virgin. Right. So the the in such a scenario, if your brother, if the kind of brother only had Arison, so then the assay only needs to be docha the los assay of widow. Doesn't need to be docha say the assay. It only needs to push aside the lose. And in general, an assay pushes aside a los assay. So 
that's what I was going to try to clarify over here. Very gishmak. Our Mishnah says a kind Gadol does not marry his brother's widow. It says, but one second, what happens if your brother only had Arison? Then maybe you should marry his wife because your assay of Yibum only needs to push aside the los assay of a widow. So here we go. Let's get into this. Amon of the Kohen Gadol. Kaposik Vitani. The Brisa the taught us clearly. There's no difference if the Kohen Gadol's brother was fully married moved in with his wife, or if he didn't move in with his wife. Either way, the Kayin Gadol is not allowed to do Yibam, rather you do Chalitza. Okay, says the Gemara, one second. And it makes sense why, if your brother's wife falls to you from a full-fledged marriage for Nesuin, listen, you have an assay of Yibam, I'm sorry, you have an assay of, of um, Besula, the Lysa say, and the Lysa say of uh, being a widow, they say, the Lysa say, the assay of doing Yibam does not override the Lysa say of you're not allowed to marry a widow, and the Nasei, and the obligation of marrying a virgin. Okay, so we understand very clearly why, if the Kaingodol's brother had an Nesuin, that there's no, uh, there's no Yibam over here. Fine. Ella Mina Irisim, but one second. Let's say his brother only did Irisim on the widow. So, I now have the Mitzvah of Yibun having to override a Laisase Greidahu. It's a Laisase alone. You can't marry a widow. She's still a virgin, so there's no, there's no Isra there. So, Yavai Asei Chalaisei. Why don't we say the Asei of Yibun should override the Laisase of her being a widow, and the Kain Gadol actually should do Chalitza, should do Yibun on the widow. Very Gishmak. Yeah, clear? Amr Rav Gidol Marav. Rav Gidol says the name of Rav. Amr Kra. The says in the pasuk. But also Yevimtai Hashaira and the remain the. I'm sorry, not the remaining one. That uh, Shar here is referring to a gate. So his Yevama comes to the gate. That's referring to um, uh, uh, Bezdin. That's right. The Bezdin sits at the at the Sha'arim, at the gates. So you come to the gate and you do Chalitza. Shein Tamar Lemar Yevim Toi. It didn't need to say his Yevama. Matam Yevim Toi. So she comes to the gate. Yeah, why do you say Yevim Toi? Yishlecha Yevama Achas. It teaches us that there is one type Yevama. Shaila Chalitza Vinali Yibum. Where the only option is Chalitza Na Yibum. Veizu Zu Chavei Lavin. This is referring to Chavei Lavin. You hit us. So when you have a chayvei lavin, like Rabbi Ravinsky pointed out, by chayvei lavin, a marriage really would be effective, unless you pass like Rabbi Akiva. But in general, we say it would be effective. Hence, if a Yavama falls to you as a chayvei lavin, you, you can't say, I'm totally out of this. You can't say there's no zika whatsoever connecting me to this woman. And I, so you can't do even either, because it's a transgression. So what do you do? You do chalitza. Says the Gemara of Ha'ema Chavikrisis. What about Chavikrisis? Maybe Chavikrisis also, since it says in the Pasuk, Yavim Tai, Yavim Tai should teach me that even if there was Chavikrisis, you got to do Chalitza. Says Gemara, no. Amar Krav, Ishlakachas. If the man doesn't want to take her, it seems to imply, let's say the guy would want to take her. It would be a valid Yibum, which means it can't include a case of Kharis, right? If a guy does Yibum on a case of Kharis, is it Yibum? No. If you do Yibum on a Lav, is it Yibum? Yeah. It's an Avera, but it's Yibam. Kol Eli Yibam Eli Chalitza. Whatever is Eli Yibam Eli Chalitza. Chol Shein Eli Yibam and Kares, which is not Eli Yibam Eli Chalitza. There's no Chalitza there. Hence, the pasuk of Yivim Tai is only coming to include a case of a lav that that's you do Chalitza without Yibam. Says Gemara Yochi Chayve Lav and Nami. We should also exclude Chayve Lavin because you're not allowed to marry her. How Rabbi Rachmani Yivim Tai says Gemara no, but it says it says Yivim Tai. Okay, says the Gemara. 
One second. Umara Isa, what's going to be... Um, but where do you find fit to say uh, that it should include Chavei Lavin and not include Chavei Krisis in the Chalitza? So the Gemara is going to give our final answer and what we really explained when we started out this conversation. And that is, what's the difference between a Lav and a Kares? Valid marriage. Even though it's prohibited. Mistabra, it's logical to say Chavei Lavin. When it comes to a negative command, which Tafsi Bukadushin, and Kedushin grabs on, so there you say, do chalitza not yibum chavikrisus like like tafsi bukedushin. When it comes to chavikrisus, the kedushin never grabbed on. Hence, there's no need to take the word yivimta and say, oh, it includes chalitza. No, there's no need for chalitza at all. Period. Gavaldik. Okay. Shmak. Okay. Masiv Rava. Rava asked a challenging question. Now on the third line on davchaf amud base. Isar mitzvah v'sir kedushin. If you have a woman who is Usser in Yibum, either because of a derabanan, a mitzvah, okay, a derabanan uh, enactment, or because of Kedusha. Ba'ala, If the Yavam had relations with her, or he did Chalitza. Now remember, we said in the Mishnah, what do you do in these cases? Chalitza. What happens if Ba'ala, or Chalatzla, guess what? Niftaratzarasa. Her tzara is now putter from anything. This is this is a, a, a basic svara. This is just another layer that we've we've really introduced, but never really focused on. And that is, if let's say Shimon dies with two wives, Yibum's done on wife number one. What happens to wife number two? She's out the window. She's free to go. Free bird. Okay. So <clears throat> there's no Yibum, no chalitza. Like you, you already did him. Says, we're going to ask a challenging question, Rav. The Bryce says, if you have a woman who falls to you with a rabbinic prohibition or Isra Kedusha, and the guy goes against Halacha and does Yibam on her anyway, what happens to the co-wife? Lemaisa, it was valid. So she's free to go. No problem whatsoever. Okay. We're going to say when it comes to a and you're going to say that really there's chalitza without ibum kibala my What did the what did the what did the ba'ala help? What did the relations help? You're not allowed to do chalitza. You weren't allowed to do ibum anyway. So if you if you are ba'ala, you know what that's considered znus, and you shouldn't allow the co-wife to be to get out of here. So the same one who asked the question gave an answer, and he says, "Let's dodim katani." It's two separate. Let's dodim means it's to the side. Take sides over here. Split up the two things. Okay, what does that mean? Bala is her mitzvah. If the yavam had relations with her, that's talking about uh, where everything's the rabbanon. So there's no darais here. Chalatzla, where do you do chalitza? You say that the co-wife is a free bird, is, is free to do what she wants. That's a Isra Kedusha. That's talking about Isra Kedusha, where there's a biblical lav. And memela, um, memela, you're going to have chalitza and not yibum midairaisa. Because there's a lav. So here we're dealing with strictly with daraisas, and that's where the b'raisa says that when you do chalitza, the co-wife is out. But in a chanami, let's say he does yibum in case number one of mitzvah, of the derabanan, does that free up the co-wife? No. Because midairaisa, 
that Koif is still connected. Gvaldik. Moshev Rava, another challenging question. We know that somebody with various, uh, uh, various physical ailments that cause him to not be able to have children. He's sterile. Petuadaka is crushed testicles, crushed shivcha. His, uh, his male organ is cut. Siris Adam. And uh, a person who's sterile because of a man-made uh, reason. Okay, it's not, it's not like from birth or some sort of natural thing. Vazokin or somebody who's already elderly and they're past the time where they're able to have children. So if Yivama falls to them, we say they do Yibam or Chalitza. Okay, says Gemara. Ketzad, what's happening over here? What's happening over here? Now, this is interesting, right? Because we just flipped sides. Remember, we said by an islandess. She's not able to have children, so there's no yibum or chalitz on her. And we're saying, however, if it's an issue in the husband, all of a sudden, we're saying uh, yibum, is, uh, yibum is allowed. Okay. Ketzad, what's the case? Let's get into this. Meisu, v'lehemachim. Let's say a cruise shiv dies. And they have brothers, okay? The lohem noshim, and they had other wives. Vamdu achim, vamdu maimer ben shaseim. And their brothers get up, they do maimer with the wives. Vnosnu get, or they give a get. Vcholtu, or they did chalitza. Masha osu osu. What is done is done. Veim balu kano. And if they did, if they had bia, then they were kind of them. It's considered yibum. Mesu achim. If the brothers die, okay. Va'amdu um, and they get up. Va'asu maimer and they do maimer with the wives of the brothers. The nasnu get, or they give a get. Aishachaltu or chalitza, masha asu asu vimbalu kanu. Va'asu lekaimam. However, if you do it, we say it's a valid relationship. However, you don't want to keep them because the Torah says b'shem shemar Okay, so if you have somebody who has a cut off male organ, okay. And this happens uh, in today's day and age. These things are uh, even... Huh? Can have a bad mile. Somebody who's, who's uh, gone through uh, some sort of surgical uh, change or chvase for you know, various things. So the Maisa, they're ushered to marry a regular woman in Gla Yisrael. Okay? So la yavai petuadaka, a person with these issues is not allowed to marry. So, you gotta, so it's a valid marriage, but you got to divorce. Now, if you're going to say, that if there's a chavei lav, like any of these cases, you do chalitza na'yibom. Why do we say, embalu konu? That if you had bia, you're kaina. Embalu amai konu. If you, if you had bia, why are you kaina? It shouldn't be yibom. It's a lav. It should only go straight to a chalitza. Alamarava, rather, Rava says, "Almanam and erisanami." One second, yeah. Says says Rava, rather, I'll tell you a nupsha. We're agreeing with this kasha pesuadaka. I'm saying it can't be. It can't be. Okay. You see very clearly over here that there is yibum even by Allah. So Elamarav, rather, Rava says, "Let me explain why." A almana lekayin gadol is going to do chalitza and not yibum. Ela marava almana min erisin nami. When you have an almana who falls to kayin gadol from erisin, aseva lois asehu. That's even an aseva lois. Ready for this? Gishmak. Pause and let's let's notice what we started out with. There's an aseva of yibum. I'm going to talk outside. Keep your finger on the place here. There's an aseva of yibum. That's coming against the aseva of marry a virgin. And the lois say of 
You can't marry your widow. We said, one second. Let's say there was only Erisim. Is, is the whole virgin thing here a problem? No. So I have the Asay of Yibum coming against don't marry your widow. So we should say the Kaingado should do Yibum on the Almana from Erisim. Clear? We got this? The Kaingado should do Yibum on the Almana from Erisim because the Asay of Yibum should override the Lysa Asay of a widow. Says the Gemara, no, there's a different Asay. You ready for this? The word of Kedashim to you, since Kedashim to you is an all around positive commandment. So anytime, really, you're going to tell me, anytime this, uh, this Yibum, even from Erison, falls to the Kain Gadol, there's an automatic assay why he can't marry her, because he has an elevated status of Kedusha. So there's always another assay here. Now, this should bother us, and it's going to bother the Gemara, because at what point does it stop? Everything in the Torah really overlaps. Everything overlaps. So this is a wide-arching verse. Kedoshim you, okay? Right? That's an over... But the mindset, this step, the Gemara, we want to say, oh, Kedoshim you tells me that if you do Yibam, you're transgressing the essay too, and that's why there's no Yibam. Let's get into this. Dechsev, Kedoshim you, says the Gemara, one second. If that's true, so Mamzeres and Nesina, Ma'ikul Meimar, what are you going to say about the Mamzeres and Nesina? Ksev is Kaddishtem. Yachi called Erekul Anami, I say, the entire Torah, it's all about Kedusha, and all these relationships, Dechsev is Kaddishtem. If you're going to tell me that, that this Kaddishtem and Kedoshim to you is this Asay that's always included, then you always have this, this overriding Asay. So, Lemaisa, we don't want to do that. We don't want, we don't want to allow this Pasuk to be considered like an assay that's being transgressed by the, that's being overridden, if that's how you say it, by the assay of Yibam. So we got to come up with a new pshat. We have to come up with a new reason why a Kain Gadol is not going to do Yibam on the Almana that falls to him. Okay, you want to make a gzera? We have a gzera, gishmak. It's a gzera, and that is, if an almana from Nesuin were fall to Gain Gadol, he can't do Yibam. You know why? Because she's not a virgin. And she's a widow. So too, we're going to make a decree. Anytime an almana, even from Erezin, falls to Gain Gadol, there's no Yibam. Says the Gemara, what about Mamzerasu Nesina? Okay, Mamzerasu Nesina, there's no concern. There's no difference. A regular Yisrael is not, is not uh, obligated to marry a besula. So you, why would we say this? Say, Gzir makam mitzvah, atu shaloi makam mitzvah. We make a decree, makam mitzvah, atu shaloi b'makam mitzvah. We're going uh, to extend it. El mayata, the wife of your brother from your father should never be able to be taken in Yibum. We're basically getting rid of this entire thing. Gzir mishum eishaz achim me'imai. He says, Gemara, one second. If you're going to start forbidding Yavamas, because you're concerned that cases are too similar. Do you know how nitty-gritty we've been getting in all these cases and all these arayas? If you want to start extending it because you're concerned, so then any case of Yibam, really, we should say you're not allowed to marry her because if you do allow, a, let's say like this, if you do allow the Yavam to marry the Yavama, because she was his paternal brother's wife, maybe he'll marry his maternal brother's wife. So it says, no. Yibam benachalatala rachmana made the idea. Everybody knows how Yibam works. It goes paternally the same as inheritance. And there's no concern that people are going to get famished. People are going to get confused. So anytime um, you have 
a wife of somebody who doesn't have children, we shouldn't allow a gzera. Uh, we shouldn't allow Yibum Gzeira because we'll make a decree, Mishum Isha Shiesh Labanim, good Kasha, yeah, that maybe we'll say, you know what, never do Yibum. You know why? Because if you allow a guy to start marrying his sister in law because his brother never had children, maybe he'll start marrying sister in laws who had children and they'll see that, and people will think you're allowed to marry your sister in laws. Says Gemara, no, Bebanim Tolerachmana. The Torah makes it dependent on children, made the idea. People know, people are, are fully aware. What we're going to keep doing. Yeah, we're going to keep trying to do, we're going to undo Mitzvah Yibam, and then ultimately say, there are certain parts of Yibam that are established and known whether or not you know Yibamas. Okay? Whether or not you know, you're aware of the, of the overarching parameters. Even if you're a living brother, you can't do Yibam. Maybe a brother who is not alive will do Yibam. No. It's known that in order to have Yibam, you need to live in the same world at the same time. Right? Maybe you'll end up marrying an islandess. Islandess isn't common. It is also not common, so I would make a decree not to do Yibam because then somebody will marry a Mamzerazunazini when there's no Yibam. Aye, the whole thing's not common. So Rav is going to agree with this last challenge about communists. Not communists, but <laughs> commonness. I just made up that word. I don't know if it's a real word or not. El Rather, Rav says, Oh, Gezeira Bia Rishayna Atu Bia Shnia. Here's how it works. When somebody is, when a, a Yavama is usher in a lav, we're going to make a Gezeira to not do the Bia Rishayna because of the Bia Shnia. This is such a Lamdashataretz and so logical, it like blows, it, it, it clarifies so much. Says the Gemara like this. Listen closely, this is Gishmak. Mamish Gishmak. What are we trying to accomplish? Herzachayim. We're trying to accomplish, there's a mitzvah of Yibum over here. I, the Torah says, there's a negative transgression to marry this woman. Listen closely, listen closely. You have an Amonatikangodah, she's alive. Yavama's an Asay. What do we want to do? Have the Asay tell me that he could do Yibum. Have an Asay tell me he could do Yibum, right? Because there's, there's Yibum pushing aside the love. Says Rabbi, you know what? You're right. But, once you do Yibum, the first act of relations. You're now married. What about the second act of relations? What about the second night? Do you have a mitzvah of Yibam on the second night? No. Does this woman still have a love to you? Yeah. She's still an Almanatah Kain Gadol. The, the Isser is not just to marry her. The Isser is every time you have relations, there's a new transgression. So if the Kain Gadol goes and marries the Almana, he does Yibam on the Almana. Granted, the Asay was the first time that they had relations. Shkayach Maishatuvia. Very nice. But on, day, on night number two, she's still an Amara to Kain Gadol. Says Rava, that's why we don't allow Yibum, because we're not going to allow Birishayna to be a Shnia, which is going to be forbidden. So give a guess. She's Isha Oh, so that's why we make a Gzeira, do Chalitza initially and don't do Yibum. You're right. right that's what otherwise you'd be obligated to do. His, his brother's house from the Birishayna. Nochamal, no, ask again. In other words... They're making Xeri do Khalits and don't even get started. Correct. So I want to say do do Yibum, 
have be a Rishona. Yeah. There's a chance that you can be making your brother's household. Be Mekayim Mitzvah And then divorce for the next, the next morning. So I want to make a Xera because you're getting too close to your love. You're right. Oh, okay. Okay, Rabbi Ravinsky wants to bring up a logic that maybe, maybe we should allow it to be fulfill the mitzvah, be making your brother's household in Yisrael, and maybe the, the baby will come to have an initial relationship. But that's punktuxera of the Rabban. The Rabban say, we, we're not going to bring you close to love with the potential to, perform, to get that mitzvah. Tana mihachi. Okay, this, this is, right, this is mamish, adds a whole nother gishmaka layer to what's happening over here. Tana mihachi. We learned that Rabbi Zizimali in Balu Kanu. If these men did be a, with the wife, they were kind of, but be a rishayna of Asher Kaiman. Be not allowed to keep him, but be a shnia for the second be a. Okay? Wow. So that's going to be Rava's new reason as to why in the Mishnah we say you do chalitza na'ibim. Again, what are we establishing now? Because we're concerned you're going to have be again. And then Rava went back. Backed out. And he said, the Itema Ravashi, some say it was Ravashi, who say, Lav Amri. Really, this prohibition between the first bia and the second bia, and that's the whole lot, you know, and that's the reason why we do it, is not correct. Why? Because Rishlokish says, Anytime you find uh, an Asay and a Laisasay, so over here, let's stick with the Kayan Gadol. An Asay of Yibum and the Losasay, you're not allowed to marry a widow. We're going to say like this. Rishlokish Taka holds, like you said. And that is, if you can fulfill both the Asay and the Lais Asay, Mutov Kol HaKavod. Why not try to do that? V'imlav, but if you can't, Yavai Asay V'yitcha Lais Asay. Then we say, the Asay should come and push aside the Lais Asay. So Hochanami, in this case as well. Here's what we should say. Efshir Bechalitza. Demekayim Asay V'lais Asay. It's possible to accomplish everything through chalitza because chalitza, here's the chap, you ready for this? Is yibum. Yibum and chalitza intertwined. So by doing chalitza, what are you doing? You're fulfilling your essays and your essays. The mekayim asseva say That's the new reason why we say chalitza, not yibum. Meisvei, that's a challenging question. Vimbalu kanu, we said lemaisev that it's a valid marriage, but you got to get divorced. So it must be that even midaraisa, it's considered a chashava yibum. So Gemara says, you're right, Tiyofta. <laughs> so this last shot is wrong. This last shot is wrong. Okay. That can't be the reason. Kavaldik. All right. Itmar. We learn. There's going to be a new sugya. Take us well into Amad Aleph. Let's just read the statement. It'll take us to the last word on the Amud. And then, Ben Hashem, we will restart from here tomorrow. Itmar, we learned. Bias Kaingodo Balmana. If the Kaingodo has relations with an Almana, Rabbi Yechinan, Rabbi Lazar, Zmachlaikastin, Rabbi Yechinan, Rabbi Lazar. Chad Omar, Eina Peteres Tsarasa. Since she was alive to him, she doesn't patter up her Tsara. The Chad Omar, Peteres Tsarasa. Since it was a valid Bia, so now, once it was done, even though it was forbidden, the co wife. Also was a widow, obviously, but the co-wife is now out the window. She's a free bird. She's free to go. Bezem will pick up from here tomorrow and get into this machlekes. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and uh, Bezem uh, will continue at six p.m. this week for Daf Yomi.